You're listening to In the Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation. Hi, everybody. It's America and Teresa. Hi. So today we're actually going to be talking about how do we take care of ourselves, which I think is a loaded question. Everything we talk about is loaded, but I totally try to examine this question a lot for myself so that I can then help myself feel better and deal with the things of life better. But it's sometimes an uncomfortable space. So we're going to explore all that. I think it's important to tell our audience, like, I think that I'm in a bad spot. I felt this way for about a week. Don't make me cry. I know I probably need to go talk to my doctor. Or something, because I don't really, I mean, I know I'm just stressed, right? But I'm not taking care of myself. That's not true, because I have done things to take care of myself. But when you're in this negative space, your brain basically is trying to kill you. So it only lets you focus on all the negative. And I recognize that, like, right before we came on to the podcast, all the things that were in my head were negative. And I was, I, I said, I have to tell America to hold me accountable to focusing on how to actually take care of myself. Because right now, my brain is in the opposite direction. But see, like, by you just saying that, in my view, sitting on the other side of it, you are totally taking care of yourself. Not in the the way that maybe you're thinking, but you are because you've already said something's happening. You're recognizing something's happening. Two, you're like, I need help. That's huge. And three, you're like, you're telling me, like, hold me accountable. Those are really okay. important steps. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like maybe in the past, I would have been two months in instead of one weekend. So I have to give myself credit totally. for doing a better job. But it does make this time easier. Yeah, which you know? is understandable. So what are you feeling? Are you feeling – I hear an overwhelming kind of – not anxiety. It's not the word anxiety. It's just – I do feel sadness and pressure. Okay. I feel pressure in my chest, which is – because you're making me talk about this, I know that I'm trying not to have an anxiety attack while also crying and eating my words. <laughs> I've been avoiding anything about this just to put it together so I can get through work, even though most people would say, oh, you should take a day off because you don't feel good, you know? like. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why am I here? Why am I working? Why am I not taking care of myself? These are the thoughts. I'm not good at identifying feelings. How do I feel? I feel tired. I feel exhausted. I feel scared. I feel sad. I feel ashamed. It's just darkness. I feel like I know that when I'm doing better, anxiety and anger comes back. And you're like, oh, that's better because I would rather be in that space than this one. Mm-hmm. But you said something, too, that in terms of all these feelings um, and this darkness that you're experiencing, you felt something like about a week ago. So what was that? What is it that you kind of felt? Was there a moment or it was just a gradual thing? It was gradual, but enough where you're like, oh, 
like I said, you can tell, I could tell that I was feeling less anger or anxiety and feeling more sadness. Okay. Okay. You know, when your brain starts attacking you this way, it's really hard to trust yourself and the way that you're perceiving words or what's coming from people. And I think there's something in our brains that's an instinct to just say, run away and Mm -hmm. protect yourself, but protect other people from having to deal with this right now. Yeah. And I had that urge about a week ago. Okay. You know, so like that's all part of my rap plan. My wellness recovery action plan is like knowing that those are my red flags. I need to hear more about what you do, but I know I know what I'm supposed to do intellectually. Like I know why I don't take care of myself. I know that these come from different places than just, you know, prioritizing time for walks, although that's part of it. Whether it's my brain or my life or the assumptions that I make about the way I spend my time, these are the things that are barriers to why I don't take care of myself. And then lately, it's just like, even when I take care of myself, I don't give myself credit for it, which Uh is what you're kind of saying, which is a weird, horrible cycle because then I only am focusing how I'm not taking care of myself and feeling guilty and bad about that instead of saying like, you got up, you took a shower, you ate food, you drank tea, you didn't engage in bad behaviors. Like, I'm not doing enough of that gratitude or praise or focusing on the positive, which doesn't make it easier to take care of myself. So that's all the intellectual side there. I dumped it. This is this is where my brain goes immediately when you when you share in this way, knowing that there is a limitation into how your capacity for bringing stuff on right now. So. For me to come at you and be like, well, Teresa, okay, you know, you should try these things. I I know that right now you're overloaded with all of these emotions. So part of that is also recognizing what is an easier thing for you to tackle than trying to immediately change your whole world in one moment. That's not logical and that's not feasible. What I think then the experience connects to is Maybe in the, in the, not today, tomorrow, or the next day, you think about, okay, I actually have done good things for myself, but right now, what is going to make you feel better? It just feels like such a hard battle to think about what I need to do to be good to myself. There's so much shame talking about it out loud too. You're like, why do you sound like such a crybaby or like... Mm. Uh, it's like it just getting well when you're not well is it it makes you mad because you know what it feels like to be able to take care of yourself when you're well and it feels so far when you're in a hard spot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a glimpse that I know what it feels like to not struggle with this why does it feel so hard yeah it's just so much easier when I'm well because then I could do all the things you talked about. I could mm-hmm. make a list and be super proud of myself when I'm in a good spot and say, you're awesome. Like, this is how you're taking care of yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back for how I'm taking care of myself. And that's like the upward mobility of that pathway, you know? I'm not going to be my genuine self if I try to show up like that person today. No, that's <laughs> Because that's fine. not where I am. But like mm-hmm. – I don't know. I want to hear about you. I think what is going to help me feel better right now is to take myself out of this current situation. I have to put it in somebody else and that has to be you. So when you started this podcast, you were like, I think about this all the time 
So tell me about it because maybe hearing about that will make me feel like I can reach that space where when I'm healthier, I know what that feels and looks like. Okay. I, I can. So automatically where that that emotion exists for me is in me finding myself struggling at times and asking myself the, the question like, why the hell are you thinking like this? And I think I have to be in a better frame of, of mind to be able to adequately respond to that question. And when I'm not, and I'm really in like in a deep kind of space, then I'm very similar to your mindset, right? Like burn it all, dude. Like I don't care about anything. It doesn't matter. And there's like this tiny little, I'm going to call it like a little fairy in my head. That's like, ding, ding, ding. look, no, don't do that. Remember, you have trauma. Remember, there are these things that impact how you're thinking and acting today. And I feel like I just want to swat those away. Um, and other times I, I just want to sit with the freaking feeling because it feels like it's so much easier to just sit with that feeling and not have to do anything. But on my better day, I can explore it and, and really think through, oh, you thought this way on Monday because remember back in 2017, this experience you had was really jarring and it did something to your brain. So the push and pull between feeling, you know, the, the saying um, better, you said it before to me too, better to dance with the devil you know than the devil you don't. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? No, totally. What I'm hearing you say is even when you're feeling well, it is hard. And I think that is true. You know, even when I'm doing well, it's hard. I think I realize that now when I'm like making jokes about how I took a shower, you're all, oh, when I'm well, I can joke about taking a shower. <laughs> but, you know, you, you used a really important word like choice, right? Like sometimes I, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like it's a choice. It's just, it just is. And then the choice that exists is is not in that moment because it's easier. It is easier to just relish in this like, I just feel like crap. I don't want to. And I, and I know intellectually, logically in my brain, I should try to feel better. But it's like, it's a real struggle. So the choice comes the next day. I feel like every day, every moment of our lives are a series of choices. I have a choice to focus on the negative or try to see the positive. Unpacking this always makes me feel better, which is why we think therapy is so important or talking to a peer or friend and like unloading what you feel because then you'll oh just feel God, lighter okay. to take care of myself. But I also make a choice like for 10 minutes, I will make a choice about whether or not to put on my shoes to go for the walk that I know I need to do that will make me feel better. And that period of time to make that choice is easier or harder for some people. And I think when you're in a bad spot or you have a brain that's trying to kill you, it has taken me longer to make that choice. I have a lot of ambivalence period where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just go word. sit and watch TV because why should you take a walk? And you're like, no, you know that doing this harder thing is going to make you feel better. So I have to make a choice and I have to commit to it. And then I know I'm really, really, really in a bad spot if I cannot follow through on those commitments. 
No, I love that. You're you're totally right about that. It it is a choice because I think that example that you gave is is so good. I know I haven't showered today, but I know that every single time I take a shower when I'm feeling this low, something better happens in my brain. I'm going to feel better at the end. I'm probably not going to feel better while I'm in the shower. I'll probably cry a bunch in the shower or whatever. <laughs> or all my walk, I'm be angry, but at some point it will click. I think mm-hmm. the same thing happens with relationships, right? Like, and I have a choice to only see the way that somebody is in a relationship with me as bad, or I can say, no, part of taking care of myself and in this relationship is recognizing the way that my brain is trying to kill this relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And because taking care of yourself is not being isolated, right? Like I cannot be in a relationship with my brain. I've been there. <laughs> that person sucks. <laughs> Let me tell you, because I was, I, I'm not where you are today, but I've, I've in the last couple of weeks, I've, I have felt this level of despair at times that I'm just like, dude, what is happening? I can't get a handle on all this. So there's like this loss of control and your your ability to just manage. So I like to take drives. Like I just like to get in the car and drive. It's very automatic for me and it, it helps me to really decompress and not focus on whatever. And it gives me time to really think outside of it with any influence, right? And I remember in one of these most recent car rides, I was like, I should call somebody because I need somebody to talk to and help me think through all these things that are happening in my brain before I like spiral into this wholly negative place. And I called one of my best friends and I was just like, dude, I need you to help me detangle the crap that's going on in my head. And she was like, yeah, man, what's up, right? And, and I was just like, blah, blah. And that just spending, I think it was like 20 minutes with her on the phone, it gave me enough like fuel and energy to be like, okay, you're better. You can now move forward in going about your business and still trying to tackle the problem, but do it in a more organized way instead of just trying to burn down the world. <laughs> You know what else comes to mind, Teresa, about all this? You know, like how you you, you felt um, the word you used was shame around just the whole experience that you're having. I think about it like what if we as people were just more willing to talk about that shame with one another and the fear that exists to help each other out and getting past all this. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just feel like when you're little – from when you're very little, you're taught this idea that if you're not like going to school and getting good grades and going to work and making money, that yeah, you're then not you're worth anything. All that crap, and that's why it's so scary for anybody to share when they have cancer or Crohn's or depression. How is somebody going to see your value? Yeah, which makes it harder for you to value yourself, which makes it harder for you to take care of yourself. And when I say take care of yourself, I don't mean like just take a shower, like take my heart and like say I'm worthwhile. Take care of yourself. Yeah. This feeling that I have when I am in this in this places of like 
just nasty crap. I, I oftentimes forget in that moment that it's all the experiences that I've had that lead to that moment, you know, um, and all the work that I've done with therapists and even through our discussions here, you know, that ultimately I can't solve it all. <laughs> I can't solve it all today, but I could try to tackle something that's easier, that that's an easier lift. Yes, I got up. I went to work. I signed in. I answered emails. I'm going to try to take my walk today. I don't know the deep work though, you know? Mm. How do I take care of myself? It's because it's like, am I sufficiently telling my brain that I'm worthwhile? It's that stuff that even three years ago was so hard for me to say, like to say, you know mm. what? I love myself. I am valuable. I am worthwhile. To believe that truly, I think, is that our way of really tackling what makes it hard to make those other decisions, to take yeah. a walk, to do whatever, and all of the assumptions that I have about whether I can take time off or whether I need a break and it's okay or mm-hmm. why I don't say no to other people because I feel like it's okay to beat myself up. but and set boundaries like that to keep myself healthy mm-hmm. with my job or with other people. You're right. I mean, you're right about this. The The deeper work requires time and energy. But things that are tangible in the immediate future, right, in the right now and in, in the next steps that you can take after our conversation, for me, it's not, it's not the right word to say easier because it's still tough, but it's more likely that I will be able to do that X tangible thing that will help me to feel just a tiny ounce better 20 minutes from right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you stop yourself from doing things that make you feel immediately better, but you know are not good? Like, yesterday or yesterday and two days before that, I really had the strongest urge to just give in to all my vices. Mm. (laughs) And I had to call a friend who's like, you know, some people have sponsors, some people have their accountability buddy around this, but I had to call this person and just be like, you got to keep me accountable. Like, and we just talked about that together. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we both don't want to do this, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So how do you, what, what works for you? What works for me is trying to find something else that will give me an inkling of the feeling that I get whenever I do that <sighs> bad behavior. And and it looks very different for different people, right? Like I've had a friend who was really struggling with, with one of her relationships, right? Like, and this was a while ago. The guy would treat her like crap all the time and she would be like, I'm going to break up with him. I'm going to break up with him. Never broke up with him. Um, and... Then, finally, time passed, they break up. But she would get the urge to get on the phone and like try to text. And I'd be like, no, 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 don't do that. So then how she calmed that kind of anxiety to want to engage in some sort of communication was to just troll him, you know, just find whatever their profiles on social, which again is not healthy, but it helped to not engage in that fully 
destructive behavior. That is a great example of how little things you're like, I know it's not good for me to go on social (laughs) and stalk this person. I feel like I make micro decisions that are like that around self-care, like excuses to eat a whole bag of chips or eat a gallon of ice cream. (laughs) Because to me, that feels less destructive than some of the other things that I want to do, even though you're like, oh, that's not I don't think really it's destructive. as destructive as it could be. Maybe. And that's the point, right? In your micro decisions about how to take care of yourself, you're not – there's no perfection here. All you can do is make tiny steps. And when you do, even when you know what you're engaging in is also bad, having grace for yourself is so hard to say, so yeah, you did that thing where you just ate that gallon of ice cream. But you have to acknowledge and tell yourself at least you did that and not the other thing or something. Like yeah, yeah. And then when you're feeling better, then you're doing those big things that make you take feel better about yourself. You're taking vacation. You're indulging in, in self care. You're those things look like letting myself go get a massage or like I don't know buying myself something nice. I just think it's so much easier for people to be like oh, you shouldn't even do this, right? But it's so hard to try to get out of that space. So, you know, like I love coffee, coffee flavored ice cream. I love it. Yeah. I love it. haagen is my favorite. Yeah. We're not sponsored by haagen in any way, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's my favorite. But I know that if I buy the haagen I will end up eating it. So I don't buy it. But I bought like another brand that's okay, but it's not great. And I'll eat a little bit. I'll eat a little bit because it's not that great. But it gives me enough of the taste that I'm like, all right. Mm. All right. Only you know in your brain where those benchmarks are for self-care versus Mm self-destruction. So the hardest part of taking care of yourself is attending to your deep needs and finding ways to crawl and claw out of hard spots. Because when you're in a good spot, it's way easier to take care of yourself all the time. This conversation is not meant for those times. Maybe this conversation today, the universe was like, you need to go, you need to talk about this in the context of especially when things are the hardest, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's how we rolled today. I got to say, though, like, the the true the true nature of this conversation is the connection that is created right and you just being able to say what you say and just have another person on the other side that's willing to listen i know it's like uh this is a common feeling in therapy when you like start to share all your crap and you're like i don't know if what i said made any sense ah <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, i think we can't do we come to an end i don't even know i think we have come to an end I hope you feel better. Oh, thanks. You always make me feel better. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you accountable for one thing today. What? what? I know you need to go take a walk. So go take a walk. Go outside and take a walk. Okay. I will. All right, people. Thank you. You're Keep welcome. on fighting. See you next week. Bye.